Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. Well, I say good. It is good, except I'm fighting a little bit of a cold. You can probably hear it in my voice, but we won't let that stop us from continuing our study, our study on spiritual gifts. And we are presently looking at the last category of spiritual gifts. They're listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. These are the manifestation gifts. These manifest the presence of God to us in a very real outward way. And we shared that these nine gifts can be broken down into an additional three categories. There's three power gifts that manifest the omnipotence of God, and that is faith, working of miracles, and the gifts of healing. There are three utterance gifts, prophecy, different kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. They manifest the omnipresence of God. And then there's three gifts of revelation, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. And these manifest the omniscience of God, that he's all-knowing. And so we started yesterday looking at the first of the power gifts, and that was faith. And we saw that we are saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it's the gift of God. Faith is a gift. It comes by hearing the word of God. And when you speak the gospel to someone, I believe God grants a gift of faith to them. Enough faith that they can lay hold of it and believe it and be saved. Our definition for the gift of faith is a special ability to believe and trust God's word and to respond to it as he desires us to. So even beyond salvation, faith always works in our life. Because really, you don't receive anything from God without faith. The scripture says in Hebrews 11.6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so faith comes as a result of our diligent seeking for God. And it comes as a result of God speaking to us. Romans 10 and verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now it's interesting just to take a moment here and look at this aspect of the word of God. The English word, word, is translated from the Greek word, rhema. There's two Greek words that are translated word in our Bibles. One is logos, and the other is rhema. What is the difference between the two? Well, Logos seems to be that general aspect and presence of God. In the beginning was the Word. That's Logos. It's God personified. When God speaks anything, it's the Word. The general Word of God to us is the Logos. But the word Rhema is a little different. It's the utterance. You could say it's the living word. It's when he speaks a specific word to us. Now, this may sound strange to some when I say that God speaks to us, but he does. 
Now, when you read the Bible, you're reading the Logos. That's the Word of God. And when you read the Bible, the Logos, it produces hope that you see that God has an answer, that He's the source. And you can put your hope in the Word of God. You read a promise in the Bible, and your hope rises because you say, that's available. God can do that. Say it's healing. You read about how God heals, and you read it in the general sense, in the Logos, and you say, you know, I hope God will heal me. The Logos produces hope. But Rhema is a little different. That's when God speaks to you directly in your spirit, a living word specific to you. That's a Rhema. And when that is spoken to you, it brings faith. The scripture says here, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word or the rhema of God. Have you ever heard God speak to you? I tell you, when he does, faith springs in your heart. And this is basically what we're saying earlier about salvation. The Bible says that no man can come to God unless the spirit draws him. Now the spirit speaks to us the word of God, the rhema of God. It speaks specifically into our hearts. And as a result, there's faith and we can respond and we can come to God. God draws us first by speaking to us a rhema. Now, it's the same in every other aspect of receiving something from God. Everything we receive from God comes by faith. You have to believe God. You don't see it. The Bible says we don't walk by sight we walk by faith. In other words, you don't always see it. It's not something that you can reason out. It's not just laid out before you where you say, you know, if I do A, B, C, then D will happen. Faith unlocks the supernatural. It brings a reality of God to us. But we cannot just work that up on our own. God needs to speak to us. Now, he will speak to us, and we need to have ears open to hear him. And when God speaks to you, it's not like you have to then try to believe. When he speaks, it brings a gift of faith to us. And you don't need very much faith to have your answer. In fact, the Bible says, if you have faith just the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And it would happen. You see, genuine faith releases the power of God. But it's not just you trying to believe and sort of mental gymnastics that you would say, okay, I got to say this and say this and I can't say anything negative and I'm going to say something positive because I want to have faith. That's a natural worked up faith. But we want a faith that comes from God as a result of God speaking to us and saying something in our heart. When that happens, then faith just automatically springs up and you see God work in spectacular ways. An example of this gift of faith in my own life happened a few years ago. There was a lady in our church that came for prayer. She had a bad back and she was walking down some steps and she had fallen and had broken some ribs. And so at the end of the service, she came up to be prayed for. And as I was laying hands on her for her healing, all of a sudden, I just felt inside that God said, she's being healed. In fact, it was so strong, I could feel and sense bones knitting together. And I remember saying to her, almost in amazement, as I finished praying, I said, you're being healed. Your, your bones are being knit together right now. 
Now that was faith. That was a rhema word spoken to her. But it didn't come out of my mind. It didn't come out of my desire for her to be healed. It didn't come out of my hope that she would be healed. That word took me by surprise. It was just a knowing, a sense that she was being healed. Well, she went home and the next day she called me. And she said, this is amazing. She said, my ribs are healed. She had them wrapped up and she said, I was in the kitchen and I was reaching to get something out of the cupboard and all of a sudden I realized I didn't have any pain. So she said, I took the wrapping off. She said, I can bend right, left, down. She said, I have no pain. My ribs are healed. Now that was a healing of God that came, I believe, because of the gift of faith. It wasn't in me. It wasn't that I was so psyched up that I just believed she was going to be healed. Actually, my faith was kind of low. I didn't know she was going to be healed. But in that moment, when God spoke a rhema word to me, and then I in turn spoke it to her, that was faith. It produced faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And so whenever we're in a situation where we're looking to God for an answer, the very first thing you need to do is quiet yourself and hear his voice and say, God, speak to me, Lord, and I believe he will. And as a result of that, the gift of faith comes that unlocks his power. So that's the first power gift, the gift of faith. And that brings us to the next gift, which is the gift of miracles. God does do miracles today. It's phenomenal. They're spectacular when they happen. We wish many times they would happen more often, but God does do miracles. And the definition of this gift is when God interferes and changes the course of nature, events, or circumstances. Listen to what it says in Hebrews 2 and verse 4. It says, God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. A miracle is where the natural course of events or circumstances are changed. You know, sometimes we can look at a sunrise and we say, man, isn't that a miracle? The beauty of that sunrise. Or maybe we look at a newborn baby and wonder and we say, he or she is a miracle. Now that's true in many ways, but it's not the kind of miracle we're talking here because it hasn't changed the natural course. I mean, there's a sunrise every morning and babies are born every minute. And I believe they are a miracle of God, but it's not this type of miracle that we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is where Jesus turned the water into wine. Now that's a miracle. That doesn't naturally happen. Now let's look at Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. 
Now here Jesus gives his admonition to his disciples. And he's telling them, go into all the world, preach the gospel. And as you do, some signs are going to follow you. There's going to be miracles. There's going to be healings. Things are going to happen as a result of your faith and your preaching the gospel. And these signs are meant to confirm to us that God is real and that the things we're saying to people are real because of the supernatural miracles that happen along the way. And I believe they happen particularly as we speak the gospel, as we share the good news of Jesus Christ. They confirm what we're saying. So if we want more miracles, perhaps we need to share the gospel more. In the process of our sharing the gospel, God will confirm his word with signs and wonders. Well, our time is gone and my voice is about gone, but we'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 10.30. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.